Welcome to the Action Hour. My name is Jesse Simpson, and I believe there's never been a better time in the history of the world to be alive. But we must work together if we want humanity to survive. Our task right now is to come together, learn from each other, and set our differences aside. In order to succeed, we must unite. My mission with this show is to bring you the insights, ideas, and inspiration you need to radically level up your life. Find the action steps you need to make the most of your time. Overcome adversity, serve your community, and change the course of history. We need you in this fight. If you've got the itch to act, now is the time. Allow the inspiring stories within the show to serve as your guide. This is the Action Hour. Join us in the fight for our lives. Welcome back to the Action Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for tuning in. This episode is a message to all the freedom fighters, all the patriots, all the veterans, military personnel, first responders, all the entrepreneurs, coaches, leaders of communities, of families, people who feel the pull deep inside of themselves to stand and fight for freedom, whatever that means. This is a message to you. Now, this message is stemming from what's happening in Canada today. If you haven't seen in Quebec, Canada, a bunch of truckers, hundreds if not thousands of truckers have decided to stand up against the quarantine and mandates that have been going on there for the last two years as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. And they're sick of it. They've been following orders. They've been getting their vaccines as requested by the prime minister and promised on the other side of that, they would be free and they could go back about their everyday lives and open up the shops. But that has continuously been prolonged and freedoms continue to be hindered, if not totally stripped away with lockdowns, quarantines. And these truckers got sick of it. These are the people that drive food and and, and supplies all throughout the country and deliver what is essential to keep the country moving. And they said, we're not doing this anymore. So they took a stand and decided to drive uh, hundreds hundreds of miles worth of trucks, hours and hours worth of trucks to park in front of the parliament building in Quebec, Canada. And it started a movement, a freedom fighter movement. And thousands, tens of thousands of Canadians joined on the side of the road to cheer them on. They joined them to protest front and center at the parliament building with the intention that they're going to park their trucks in the center of this city, the capital city, until the prime minister releases the mandates. And I've been following what these guys have doing, guys and girls, what they've been doing. I've been watching the videos on Instagram at Freedom Convoy 2022 is one of the pages that I've been following. And it's just so amazing to see what they've been doing up there. And I don't know how the outcome is going to be. I don't know if the outcome will have been decided by the time this podcast release. But these Canadian truckers are setting a precedent. Canadian people are setting a precedent for all freedom fighters. And the first being is that it's we, the powerless people, 
that hold those people in positions of power up. And those people have for far too long betrayed our trust. Now I believe these people in positions of power, time is almost up. And they know that. We the people take our power back when we stand as one. That's why they're trying to scare, divide, and control us. They try to delete, distort, and manipulate our message. And you'll see on various news posts, Justin Trudeau, the prime minister, talking about a fringe minority of people showing up in Canada, when in reality, it's tens of thousands of frustrated Canadians who just want to have their life back, who just want to be able to go to the store, who are sick of having to get another booster on top of another booster on top of another booster. And these are people who the vast majority of the population of Canada is vaccinated. They're not anti-vax. They're sick of being pushed along and treated like prisoners in their own country. And this is, this is the reality we're all going to have to be facing. Do we continue to let our freedoms be encroached upon and our freedoms just get pushed off to one more day or to after this? Or are we going to stand up? Are we going to come together and unite and stand for what we believe is right? Our freedom. Our freedom for us, our children, and our children's children. And one thing Can- Canadian truckers have demonstrated for all the world to see is that it's just one decision, one person, one moment, one group of crazy Canadian mother truckers that takes all of their illegitimate power away. All these puppets, these posi- people in positions of power. It's illegitimate power because it's not coming from the right source. It's coming from a desire to control and greed and manipulate. Justin Trudeau gets a kickback. His country gets a kickback. I'm not sure what capacity. Gets a kickback for every vaccine that their his population takes. I saw a news report came out the other day that said Justin Trudeau has ordered three times as many vaccines as there are people in his country. If that's not a clear demonstration of what this is all about, what these vaccines are all about, I don't know what is. We've got to wake up here. We are being stripped of our rights incrementally and it's being justified in the name of safety. I saw Bill Gates talk about Vaccines being the best return on his investment. He turned $10 billion into $200 billion, a 20x return on investment. This is about money. It's about manipulation. It's about control, control of us, containment of the human spirit, the love that unites us all. So the point of this message to the freedom fighters is that the key to success in any freedom movement moving forward from here is that the freedom, the actions that we take in the name of freedom have to be fueled by love. By love. Violence is what they prepare for because it's violence that they want. The Great Reset and the plans of these people in positions of illegitimate power have armies at their demand and they can enforce sweeping control across the people 
And if we turn to violence, if a freedom fighter turns to violence, whether it's coordinated or not, that can set off a chain of events that will lead to tighter and tighter restrictions and control. They can break up our communication lines, make us stay isolated in our homes, and prevent us from bringing, coming together where we, the many, have the power when we unite as one. So I'm not saying there might not be a time where things become violent or we have to take care of our family and defend ourselves. Yes, defend yourself and your family. But the forward action taken into create and stand for freedom has to come from a place of love. Now, I looked up one of my fears with thinking through this episode and this process of coming from love is the idea of martial law. So I wanted to read a little bit about martial law. And just help paint a picture of what this is and if it's something to be concerned about where the military takes over a sort of temporary substitution of military authority for civilian rule. I mean, the military takes over our country. Now, this is usually evoked in a time of war, rebellion, or natural disaster. So maybe a hurricane, maybe a freaking protest that turns violent. Now, when martial law is in effect... The military commander of that area has unlimited authority to make and enforce laws. Without due process, you can be put in jail. You can be withheld. You can be split up and divided from your people, your family, your tribe, your community, where all of your strength is. Now, throughout history, martial law has been imposed at least 68 times in limited, usually local areas in the United States. So this is possible and it has been done. Now, under current law, the president lacks any authority to declare martial law. Congress, on the other hand, can authorize the presidential declaration of martial law, but it's a little bit of a gray area as to whether or not this can actually be done. Now, one thing to note, state officials do have the power to declare martial law. So all those National Guard troops that are pulled out in the event of a hurricane or the protest or in defense of something, generally government officials, that is a reality and it can happen. The state can declare martial law, meaning the military has complete control, complete rule over the state. And it's important to know that the declaration must abide by the U.S. Constitution and it's subject to review in federal court. So it's a a lot of gray area in the research that I've done regarding martial law. But one thing is clear is that the president can deploy troops, federal troops, to assist in civilian law enforcement. So whether it's a gray area or not, what we need to know is that martial law is only going to limit our freedoms even more. And if the American people, all these fucking patriots with guns decide to start shooting up cops or doing some crazy shit, what's what's important to know is that that's going to lead to more restriction, more control, the opposite of what we are trying to create, which is more freedom in this life. So get crazy Uncle Jerry with his guns to simmer down and help him see that If he pulls out his crazy guns and starts killing people, that he's going to harm the rest of us.
Now, I hope it doesn't get to that. I hope it doesn't. But who knows? There's a bunch of fucking crazy Uncle Jerry's running around. Either way, this is ultimately a war of perception. And the way that the presidents and the government officials and the people that are puppets that are in positions of power can continue to control us is through the, is through the media networks. And they can turn and use their influence on the media to turn our authentic united power against us. So even if not yet physically through the declaration of martial law, we've got to understand that this ultimately is a war of perception. And where this comes into play is not letting mass media or what you see on social media, which has an agenda and is intentionally trying to manipulate and divide us, not letting these things be where you get the source of your information. Don't believe the media spin on things. They are actively seeking to divide us. Which is why they amplify race wars and problems. They're amplifying all kinds of different things in a way that further highlights the divide. And what we can do about this, ladies and gentlemen, is, is choose to make sure that our freedom movement comes from a place of love. And what it looks like when we're trying to decipher from the things that are going on in the world outside of us is we can start to believe in the best in people. And what's possible when we bring our authentic power together and stand as one. One body standing for freedom in the name of love. And the opposite of this is fear. We either choose to stand in love or we choose to fall in fear. And what is very clear to me here is that you cannot have both at the same time. You cannot have a life of love and freedom while simultaneously making your decisions, taking action based on your own fears and insecurities and doubt and need to control. And so Uncle Jerry coming at us, maybe with best intentions, standing for freedom, ultimately he's coming from a, a place of fear. A place of fear that is going to continue to perpetuate the problems that we are dealing with here and now, which have been perpetuated for years and years because of fear. So if you're a freedom fighter and you're trying to do what's right and true in the world, what's best for yourself, your family, whether you have guns or not, consider where your energy is coming from. Is it coming from a place of authentic power and love and a desire to help uphold the freedoms that make this life great? Or are you coming out of a reactive fear that is going to create more of the problems that you're trying to run from? Are you seeking to find ways to come together with people with the courage to stand up for what is right and true in the world? Or are you sitting back in your chair watching the news and thinking about all the things that you need to do to have control for yourself and your family? Either way, both of these states, both of this living in fear or living in freedom 
manifest more and more of the same. See, it's your state that leads to your behaviors and your behaviors lead to results. So until you get to the root of this and you can confidently answer the question if this is coming from love or fear, your actions will continue to reinforce this need for external control, external validation, external freedom. And this is ultimately how we stay prisoners. We we become prisoners to our own life. We become prisoners to our own life, stressed out, overwhelmed, and looking for things outside of ourselves for connection, direction, and fulfillment. We're looking for things outside of ourselves to control, for the freedom we desire to feel. And when we're looking for things outside of ourselves, or there's an enemy outside of us that we have to attack, it's because we're living in fear. And no matter where you live in the world, when you're living in fear, you will never be free. Now, this is why changing your state, your state of being, how you physically feel in your body is the most practical and important thing you can do to elevate every aspect of your life right now. Whether you're marching in protest in the name of freedom or you're trying to improve your life, your business, your health, your relationships. Choosing to change your state, uplift your state is the most important and practical thing you can do. Because right now we got way too much fucking fear and you can't see through the mess if you are caught up in that stream of fear. Which is why you have to come home to yourself and clear the fear from your life. Once free, you will have direct access to your intuition and therefore the insights, ideas, and inspiration you need when you need it, guiding you wherever you need to go. And this is so important. When we're living in our head, living in fear, we miss, we disconnect from our intuition, the source of our truth, the power that is inside of us. Now, this may seem counterintuitive because we grew up all of our lives especially in the Western world, looking for things outside of us for that connection, that direction, that fulfillment, which is how we end up in the land of the free, prisoners to our mind and body. And this is ultimately why our culture is so addicted to distraction and quick fixes. We got social media with the notifications. We have pop culture, movies, television. We have religion and all mainstream media news and entertainment. These things are meant to hook us. They're meant to hook us because once we're hooked, they get big bucks, whether it's viewers or purchases or whatever it might be. The people in positions of power pulling the strings want you to just sit back with a bag of chips while they literally program you with propaganda and misinformation that will keep you stuck and addicted just enough to keep up coming back for more. This is how it's a war of perception. Because while the vast majority of people are just addicted to what's being thrown at them, barfed on them from the television and computer screens, those people that have control over the media can create whatever sort of story or narrative they want. And those people who are living in fear will eat it right up. Another weapon that is used against us other than this during this war of perception is is this sort of weaponized shame and guilt. 
Shame and guilt hold us back from experiencing who we really are. And it prevents us from waking up to the truth. The spiritual nature that is alive and well within every single one of us. And we are shamed and guilted into obeying, to conforming, to unjust regulations and laws by other people who have been a victim on this war of perception. Which is why it's so important we clear out our own fear so we can have direct access to our intuition and know how to move forward through challenging experiences and opportunities that will inevitably show up in our life. And I know, I really believe that you are equal to the challenges that you face. And I know that your soul chose this time, this place for a definite purpose. And ultimately, it's up to you to decide what that means for you. In the first the most important place to start in peeling back the layers of your purpose during this time across the world is to work through the fear that is holding you back, that is clouding your judgment, that is messing up your decisions and creating more problems than you started out with. To help with this, I've created a process, an interactive online workshop called The Freeway to Freedom, where we work through the fears that are limiting your life and help you get clear on the state of being that you're after and the desired goals that you're shooting for. Whether that's for your, your personal life, your life and your business, your family, or our country and the world. You have to get through the fear before you can get clear on why you're here. And why you're here is to feel, to create, to serve. And you have to get clear on what that looks like for you. Otherwise, you'll continue to just create the patterns that you picked up from your childhood experiences and from the manipulated messages that are imp imposed upon you from the media who's trying to alter your perception on reality. Now, this freeway to freedom is the ticket to overcoming that fear and getting clear on why you're here and manifesting that life actually in your real world. So check out a link in the description below. Freeway to freedom. I'm offering this course about once a month, but just check in there and see what time the next course will be. Hop on and be about an hour and a half long. And I really think you'll walk away with a lot more clarity and a sense of community. And you've overcome the fear and got clear on why you're here. And I don't think there's anything more important than that right here and right now. And once you've cleared out the fear, the fear that's limiting your life, clouding your decisions, there is only one purpose that that feeling of fear anxiety, itch, the itch to act. There's only one thing that it serves. It's a call to action. One of my favorite quotes is, what we fear doing most is what we most need to do by Tim Ferriss. Now, courage is not the absence of fear. It comes when we feel the fear and move forward anyways. It's there once we decide to no longer just tiptoe through life, quietly searching for what's safe, easy, or comfortable. Fear presents as resistance, discomfort, and self-doubt. It's a force deep in our minds and bodies that makes us question who we really are and why we're here. These feelings of, of fear beg the question, will you move forward in spite of me? And ultimately, this is the responsibility for anyone who dares to call themselves a freedom fighter. Only you can answer this call. If you claim to be a freedom fighter, you must work through the fear 
And then you must decide if the feelings of resistance and pressure to conform will sweep you down the current. Well, if you will stand strong in your values and make the decisions, those uncomfortable decisions that will create the life you desire. We've got such an opportunity right now. We've got such an opportunity to create a life for our kids and our kids' kids. To live in a world free of addiction, disease, and control free of fear but we have to set the example right here right now in how we show up in the world and make our decisions and we have to ensure that whether we're fighting for freedom for our country for the world or for our family that all the fighting is coming from a place of love we're either fighting for freedom or running from fear choose Stand in the face of fear because your fucking spirit is made of love. That's all I got for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning into the Action Hour. Be sure to follow up action underscore Jesse on Instagram if you're interested in taking the free way to freedom online. It's a free online workshop. Check out the description in the description below this podcast. And share this message with a friend. Any freedom fighters, anybody who dares declare themselves a freedom fighter, any Uncle Jerry's out there, put your guns down, find your people, come together, stand for freedom. I love you. Thank you. Take care.